What is up, ladies? Welcome back. I am super thrilled to be uh, doing another little mini training for you guys today. And this is, we're going to have some fun with this one. I want to talk about awkward dates. Awkward dates, awkward dating, and what are the things that you may be doing that are keeping you from getting further down the road with your dating life, and what you can start doing to actually increase your attraction factor with men. Um, so <laughs> I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, how do I want to start this? How do I really want to talk about this? And I want to talk about it by starting with sharing some of my own personal really awkward dating stories, because let's face it, we've all had those experiences. I could probably write a whole book just on all of my awkward dating experiences. <sighs> Insert hand palm slap right now, right? <laughs> but hey, you know what? We all have to go through this experience and I feel like it's kind of, um, it's a rite of passage, you know? And if you're listening and or watching and you haven't actually done much dating, like I encourage you, even if it feels weird, even if it feels awkward, like you just got to get out there and do it anyways, right? It's it's practice. It's really an opportunity to learn. I'm going to get into all that in more detail, but I want to just first off start by sharing um, two of my own personal dating <laughs> awkward dates. Did not go past a first date, um, and I'm really glad about that. The first one, um, this was in college. Actually, they were both in college. I went to a college where there were a lot of immature boys. I'm sure that's how most people feel in college. There's a lot of immature boys, you know? And I was I was feeling mature. I was like, I wanted to meet someone real. I wanted a man, you know? But I didn't see any men around me. So I dove into the online dating world. And I've done the online dating thing for a very long time. And I feel like I got really good at it. But in the beginning, I was just talking back and forth with this guy we were texting, we were doing the, all the all the things that I say, don't do that anymore, right? Um, we were just texting back and forth. We'd gotten, I think, on one phone call um, and we decided to meet up. But it was like one of these things where we kept trying to meet up, kept trying to meet up, and it just kept like falling falling apart. He was living in San Luis Obispo. I was living in Santa Barbara. So it was about an hour and a half drive to meet up with each other. And with our schedules being in college, like we both just could never connect. And me at the time being the ambitious go-getter that I am, um, I was like, okay, like I really want to meet this guy. He seems really cool. Let me just get, let, let me get in there and I'll just do it myself. I'll figure a way. <laughs> I'll make this happen myself. Um, so I basically was like, hey, let's just meet halfway. It doesn't matter what time or day. Let's just, I just want to see you. I want to, I want to feel and make sure that this is right, right? So we decide to meet up. I think it was really sporadic and we ended up meeting up at literally at like 9 p.m. at night. Um, and we chose a halfway point and the halfway point was literally on the side of the freeway. <laughs> like it was so weird. And we like drove off the side of the freeway because literally I like measured it out halfway because I'm a Libra. So everything has to be fair, you know, and I, I measured it out exactly halfway. And we met on the side of the freeway. And at 9pm, now that I'm thinking about it too, and mom, if you're watching, I'm really sorry, stupid idiot girl move. Um, <laughs> we met on the side of the freeway. I like saw him from the car. Ironically, really ironically, we were both driving the exact same car too. Just like, whoa, a blue Honda Civic. Um, I got out of the car. I went and like sat in his car and we just like chatted for like, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes and nothing happened. It wasn't, you know, scary. It wasn't dangerous or anything. It was just really, really awkward. And it was just like, 
okay, yeah, you definitely are not the one for me. So nice to meet you. I'm going to go home. And then I just drove like another hour for 45 minutes back to Santa Barbara. And it was that. So that was extremely awkward. Learned a lot of lessons from that experience, which I'm not going to get into right now, but um, that was a really bad one. <laughs> the other one was um, was another online dating experience where we really hit it off, like in every way. It was so great. He was super cool. We like were just like this, you know, just like, but we'd never met either, right? And ironically, he also lived in San Luis Obispo. Um, all the good guys are apparently seeming good guys living in San Luis Obispo, but um, <laughs> we uh, we were connecting and talking on the phone a lot because I learned I don't want to text. I want to talk to them on the phone. So we were talking on the phone a lot, but we'd never met. And we decided to meet up for a hike. And we went and had this beautiful sunset hike and we were chatting all this time. And at the end of it, like he leaned in to kiss me and he kissed me and I just, it just was, it felt repulsive, so repulsive. And it just felt so horrible because everything else is lined up. All the boxes were checked, right? And everything seemed to be working out just fine. But as soon as he went in for the kiss, like it was just like all the things inside of me were like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. This is gross. This feels like you're kissing your brother. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> And that was like really, really awkward to have to then tell him afterwards, like, this just feels weird. This feels awkward. This feels gross. I can't, I can't, I can't. And to have to say that to his face and end the little bit of a relationship that we had started was so hard. It's so awkward. So um, anyways, those are just a few of my many, many, many stories <laughs> of uh, some crazy moments. But um, I just want to remind you that if you've had your own versions of awkward stories and dating, which I'm sure we all have, it's so just a part of the process, but we can start to learn from these experiences and we can actually start to be more intentional about how we show up and how we choose to date. And as I started becoming more of a veteran of this whole online dating world and, and just dating world after doing it for so many years and being single for so many years, I started to find out that there was a definitely a way to do it right and a way to do it quote unquote wrong, right? That just created a lot of awkward experiences. So I want to share some of these things with you so that you can know that no matter where you're at and what you're doing, um, we can shift this. <laughs> we can move you through this and I've got you. I'm in your corner. So I think the biggest thing that I want to talk about um, that I really started to learn from this whole process is that dating is so much more about ourselves, right? It's so much more about how we get to learn about us than learning about the other person. And really, if you approach dating and relationships as a way of learning about who you are in their presence versus trying to fit yourself into who they are, it creates an entirely different shift in the way that you show up. And so I'll give you an example. You know, I remember towards the end of my dating life as I was kind of I was starting to date a few different, I was dating a few different guys at the same time, but what had my eye on on the main one, right? The one that's now now the main one. Um, but I was dating a few of the guys at the same time. And I had this just realization that it really didn't matter who I was with, as long as I was enjoying my own presence. And that was a really big shift for me because I started showing up and I'd go to parties and I'd go to like friends hangouts and barbecues. And I really didn't care so much about what people thought of me as long as I enjoyed hanging out with me. 
And what I noticed is the more that I enjoyed hanging out with me, other people enjoyed hanging out with me. Versus from the past, when I was in more of the early dating stages in college, I was so caught up in like, okay, is this going to work? Who is he? What are all of his credentials? You know, what are checking all the boxes on who he is and where he's at and what he's doing with his life. And it kept me so much in my head and it felt very transactional in the interactions. And definitely give me a like or a thumbs up if this is something that you've also recognized for yourself because it can be really, really easy to start to look at dating as almost like an interview. And I've heard this from clients I talk to too, where it's, it feels like an interview. It feels transactional of just like, do we match? Yes or no. If no, I've got way better things to be doing with my time, right? So let's just kind of get this show on the road. <laughs> and that's not how we want to approach it. You know, that's not really the way to build intimacy coming from that mind place of like, are you wasting my time or not? But unfortunately, that's how a lot of women do approach relationships. It's like, okay, I've got a really full life. I'm not really looking for any more guy friends. So let's just check this off and see, are you a match? Yes or no? Let me get out of here if you're not. Um, but really, you're never even really giving the relationship a full fair chance if you're doing that because you're really just only showing a very sliver side of who you really are versus Fast forward, if you really step into this other place where I was really coming into relationships of like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Teal. How you doing? Let's hang out. Let's have a good time, right? Not worrying so much about who he is and more just focusing on how I'm feeling and key emphasis here on how I'm feeling. Then you're going to know really well and really easily if he fits in with you and how you're doing and how you're feeling in the whole social interaction, or if he doesn't, without having to actually put your mind engaged in this whole interaction. Let me know if that makes sense to you. But I think this is just really, really important distinction. Approaching relationships based on how you feel versus based on the criteria that you have for who you're looking at in your, in your space right here makes a huge difference because you're going to know really quickly if you feel good in his presence or not, right? And that's why I really encourage, you know, getting the quality time, getting the phone calls in, getting the time to really understand on an energy level, how do I feel in this person's presence? It has nothing to do with who you are and what, what's going on, right, of, of your life and your credentials and all that stuff. It's about how do you make me feel? Or how do I notice myself shifting in how I feel based on being around you? right? We've all been around that person that's just a total negative Nancy or has a cloud over their head and they just like suck the energy out of the room or out of the, out of the group, right? So really just starting to approach dating from that space of how do I get to really learn about who I am and, and explore this other person, but with really keeping the focus on me. And the most beautiful thing happens when we do that is that this man in front of you gets to see the real you, the unfiltered you, the, the you that you show to your friends and family, right? Where many times when we approach relationships from the old dynamic and dating from the old dynamic, it comes with this kind of like superficial like face that we put on of like, hi, I'm this person. Hi, nice to meet you. And oh, this is awkward. And oh, okay, nice to meet you. You're a stranger. I'm a stranger. Let's go get a drink, you know? 
versus just really deciding, no, this is just a person, just like any other person out there. I just don't know them yet, but I want to get to know them. And whatever happens is going to happen. And I trust that as long as I'm staying true to how I feel and that I know that I'm being authentic in who I am, it's either going to work or it's not. And I don't have to put any mental energy into it. So that's really the key takeaway here that I really want to leave with you and teach in this lesson here is to really come back to yourself. And if you haven't noticed, this is an essence of a lesson and key takeaway that I, I talk about a lot is coming back home to ourself and how we feel in the relationships that we are in. And not just with men, with everyone in our life. If you have a friend that just sucks the energy out of you or doesn't make you feel like you can truly be authentically you, really take a second to reevaluate. Is this the kind of person that I want to have in my life, right? Is this the kind of relationship that I want to be cultivating and building um, that allows me to continue to have a really sustainable, healthy friendship? It works so much better when we just truly choose to allow ourselves to be ourselves 100% authentically. And I also just want to pause here and say, to kind of go on to the other part, which is, what if you don't feel authentically comfortable being yourself, right? And this is something I know a lot of women battle with and come to me to work on, is I feel unsafe being myself. I don't feel comfortable. I don't trust myself. I don't know what it looks like to be myself. I've never given myself the chance to be fully expressed as myself. What if people leave me if I be myself, right? I totally get you, girl. I totally get you. And this is a very, very common thing that I think a lot of women struggle with. You know, we put ourselves into these boxes and confine ourselves to being a very small version of ourselves because that's what's quote-unquote acceptable, right? Or, or, or what our parents tell you we need to, tell us we need to be or what we feel only safe to be. And this is something that is really important to just recognize and to start to um, break free from because that can be a very constricting way to live and really confining in suffocating your heart, not letting your heart breathe, right? Because you can't really show your heart to men, to a man, to friends, to family, if it's locked away in this little box of what's quote-unquote acceptable for you to be, right? It's not going to work. It's not going to work. It may work for the short term, but over the long term, it's just going to end in you feeling resentful or angry or diminished, and we don't want that, right? We're in this for the long haul. We're in this for the full, sustainable, happy future you and Mr. Mr. and Mrs. You, right? So the first thing before really allowing yourself to be that authentic you in front of a man and testing to see if he can handle it or not, right, is making sure that you feel comfortable truly being you. And I just want to say, like, if, if you're in any of these places, I totally get you, girl. And I have so many amazing resources. And actually, I just wanted to share, too, that next week I'm going to be unveiling a whole brand new, huge, full training that I'm going to be offering, a full life training that I'm calling the three critical mistakes that women make when trying to attract the one. Um, and I'm super thrilled to be sharing this because I've just been really deep diving into all of the common day mishaps 
that women tend to fall into without even realizing it, right? And starting to actually uncover those truths and share with you how you can shift out of that and start stepping into this woman that I've been speaking about, this high quality, high class woman that is authentic, that is confident, that is really, truly the purest essence of you. Right? So definitely stay tuned for that. I'm going to be releasing that very soon. Um, you can let me know if you want details of that and I'll send that over to you. But for now, I just want you to really just take a second to really ask yourself, are you living a sheltered version of your own experience? Do you feel safe? Do you feel comfortable in being the authentic you? And if you do, start playing with this and giving yourself permission to just be her 100% when you go out on dates without overthinking it without trying to fit into what the man's thinking or what he wants, just being you and notice the difference and notice the shift. And as always, write back to me and let me know how it goes. Talk to you soon, babe. Thanks for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Relax Into Love podcast. If you are loving what you're hearing, please, I would love for you to write me a heartfelt review. It means so much for the success of this podcast. And honestly, I love hearing what really hits home for your soul and the feedback, really, I read every piece of it. So definitely pop me a love note and share this with a friend. Share this with someone who you know could really use this message today. And let's keep spreading the love. Until next time.